What is going on, everyone? Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Forward Thinking Founders. I am very grateful to have your attention, at least for the next 15 minutes of this episode. Forward Thinking Founders is a podcast where I interview pre-seed and seed stage founders about their products, what they want to build into the world, and why. We dive into how they spend their time, what's their vision, what's the origin of stories, all these things, so you can learn all about what's coming tomorrow. Because these companies haven't hit critical scale yet. Most of them haven't hit product market fit. These are just early stage companies, and the big question is, what can this be? And in this podcast, we bring that out. So with that, I really hope you enjoy your time listening to today's episode. And I've already done 200 plus, so if you like this one, listen to some of the other ones, like with Imadi Kuhn, Austin Allred, Leah Culver. We have great interviews, so check it out. Enjoy the repository, and for now, let's get into today's episode. Here we go. All right, how's it going, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Forward Thinking Founders. We talk to founders about their companies, their visions for the future, and how the two collide. Today, I'm very excited to be talking to Josie Stoker and Abdul Aziz, who are the co-founders of Capture. Welcome to the show. How's it going? Hi, very good. Happy to be here. Hi, doing great. Awesome to hear. Yeah, I'm very excited to have you on and learn more about what you're working on. For people that don't know what Capture is or, or, or haven't haven't heard of you either of you before, like kind of like, what are you working on? What is Capture? Sure. So Aziz and I started working on Capture about a year ago, and it all started with this you know big problem that so many people care about climate change, but it's really hard to know what to do, where to start, what difference one person can make. Um, so we set about making somewhat of a Fitbit for your carbon footprint. Um, the app was launched in January, um, and really at the moment what we do is help users to track, reduce, and remove CO2 emissions from transport choices and from their dietary choices. Okay, so this is obviously very timely and, and, and awesome. So let's kind of like talk, talk through about how it works. If I was to get this, like, what's the user experience? In what format does it come in? Like, like web, um, you know, app, um, physical, something like that. And then let's kind of talk about some of the features. Like, how would I use it in my day-to-day life? For sure, yes. So it's a mobile app. Um, And in terms of the user experience, what we do is we help you, first of all, to calculate your baseline carbon footprint. And then what we do is we minus 7.6% from that to give you a monthly target. So the reason that we uh, minus 7.6% is that that is the amount by which we need to reduce emissions year on year between now and 2030 in order to meet the 1.5 degree warming target. So we you know, work with you wherever you're at, help you to create that monthly target. Um, and then Aziz uh, Captures CTO has created an incredible algorithm that's able to automatically predict your mode of transport um, based on your movements. Um, Aziz, you wanna maybe share a little bit on, uh, on that format and, uh, and how that works? Yeah, sure. So basically our goal was to try and uh, do it in a way where the user doesn't have to add in a lot of input on a day-to-day basis. Uh, because we've seen in the previous you know, past apps that whenever a user needs to input a lot of data daily, they really get bored of it you know, in some time. So uh, what we set out to do was create an algorithm that automatically detects your uh, mode of transport. So uh, what you need to do as a user is give access to your location, uh, and then the app works in the background. Uh, and at the end of the day, you will, if you have traveled by car, by bus, by plane, it will automatically figure it out and assign uh, an estimated carbon footprint value to each one of them. 
So how did you both kind of end up starting on this? I would love to just hear the origin of the story. It's such a, such a big problem that you're solving. Like, why did you decide to work on it? Uh, yes, for sure. Yes. So um, in my last role, um, which was pretty niche, um, I would work with indigenous communities around the world and we would bring CEOs and senior leaders to come and learn from them. Um, think of it as like Maasai business school professor um, kind of teaching leaders about leadership and what's important and et cetera. And that meant that I got to, you know, um, visit really remote indigenous communities in some incredible places around the world, such as like Mongolia, Kenya, remote parts of Indonesia. But what I found is that a lot of these communities were really negatively affected by climate change and they were affected today. And I don't know about you guys, but when I was at school, I was taught about climate change, but I was always taught about it as if like, this thing that's happening in the future you know like yes it's going to be terrible but you know I think it was it wasn't until I realized that obviously things are happening today um that I really realized that this was something that you know, was a really urgent challenge and I think I at that point I felt very um like disempowered like I didn't really know what difference one person can make what should I do I was flying a lot at the time so I started learning about the effects of, of, of flights through this incredible website called shame plane um which just gives you a bit of an idea about how it will make you feel but basically you put in the flight like I want to go from like Los Angeles to Paris and it will show you how much Arctic ice the emissions from your ticket actually causes so I was like wow okay you know um it was a huge wake-up call to me and um yeah I, I've always enjoyed tracking elements of my health and I wanted to start being able to track elements of my um carbon emissions and and do that in a positive way not like a depressing shameful way but have you know targets and goals and um and uh, yeah, that's sort of really how, how we got started. And obviously, Aziz and I met about this time last year, as I mentioned, and um, yeah, came together on an incubator program in, uh, in Singapore. And like right now, what do you, I'd love to hear from both of you on this. Like, what do you spend your time on mostly during the day? Are you like getting users? Are you building the app? Are you, um, yeah, like what, what type of activities are you both spending your time on? Yeah, I mean, so um, a, it, oh no, sorry, please go ahead, Aziz. Yeah, sorry. So, yeah, you know, the last year has been, you know, we've been, I've been doing a bunch of different stuff. Um, so, you know, before January, it was mostly about getting the MVP out there in front of users. Uh, so it was all, you know, just focusing on building the app. And since January, you know, we've had a lot of traction. We've had a lot of, uh, you know, organic growth. Uh, so it's also about, you know, talking to your users, trying to understand what kind of features they want, uh, plus, you know, building our next uh, product, which is basically focusing on organizations. So it's basically, you know, a lot of coding, a lot of communication, uh, a lot of designing for different softwares, et cetera, et cetera, for me. Yeah. And then on, on my side, it's kind of, um, yeah, juggling a couple of things here and there. So whether that's like, um, working to sort of, we have quite a small team at Capture, but sort of working with different, you know, with different team members to make sure they have what they need. Um, but obviously the, the priority is, as Dee's mentioned at the moment for, for us is moving into the organization space. Basically what's happened over the last six months is that we've had quite a few companies get in touch. They've been using the consumer app themselves. So this is kind of like your classic product led growth strategy that, that, that we want to be using here. So, They've been using the consumer app themselves and they've asked, hey, is this something that I can do with my teams? Um, so that's how we ended up you know, creating Capture for Teams. And um, so we have some of our first organizations 
um, starting with Capture at the end of August. Um, and so we've been working, you know, with, with businesses as always like getting through the procurement process, especially when <laughs> it's always that classic thing as a startup when they're like, and what other companies have you worked with? And it's like, we haven't actually worked with anyone yet. So it's always that kind of you know, tricky thing of getting the first few clients on board. So um, yeah, that, that, that's sort of the, uh, the focus of most of my time at the moment. Yeah, I'm very intimate with that problem. I mean, any founder is. I remember when I first started my, my first company, like our third customer, out of sheer luck, was 500 startups. Like they weren't, they we we weren't we weren't in the program. They actually like they were a client, and we just nice. started that name all the time. And uh, that 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 got us in some ways did the selling for us, which was which was kind of interesting. But yeah, I totally understand that. Um, and I mean, it's really it's an exciting exciting place to be building. As I mentioned, you know, a very important problem. I'm kind of curious, like. I feel like, you know, there's many different elements that's needed to, to hit that goal by 2030. What are some things that may not be in the scope of what you're building, but you like, you wish more people did or could do or companies that could be built? Like, is it, is it a collaborative effort? Or do you think that like one company potentially like has the best solution and then they will just kind of roll it out to like the world, I guess? How do you, how do you think about that? Mm, yeah, it's it, it's a really good question. It's obviously like something that we think about philosophically as well um, ourselves. Like, are we, you know, like did we take, you know, in the, in the, in the early days, upside, did we take the right path looking at individual action? I think um, sort of my view would be that you need sort of three different pieces of the puzzle to work together. So it's businesses, individuals, and governments. But I would say that usually the thing that those three have in common is that they have individuals in common. So it's like who votes for the governments, who buys from or invests in the companies. It, it kind of comes back to individuals. And I think now what we're seeing with, you know, big companies coming out and making massive climate change, you know, statements like Apple, it was Apple a couple of weeks ago, two days ago, it was BP, these huge, these huge, very big, bold statements around climate change. They're making them because their investors are asking them to do it and their employees are asking them to do it and regulators are going to start putting them up putting pressure on on them to do so and that I believe does come from a more collective awareness in terms of climate change and, and what needs to happen like is an individual tracking a carbon footprint gonna save the world like no but it's a very important part of the of the puzzle um that that, that needs to be solved well, it's one of these things where it's like, I mean, an individual person can't see the world, but like the people are, people influence people and you get one person, mm -hmm. maybe that person tells their family, right? And then you got, let's say you get one super influential person, like they may have a reach of millions. So although like, you know, I, I do agree that like, yeah, like if, if, when I, if I download this, you know, it's like that, that, that won't say that won't hit, help us hit the goal by 2030, but like I might tell a friend and like, that's the power of, that's the power of, um, of, you know solving big problems you know we're all kind of in it together yes exactly and and it's and it's also the nice thing with 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 this is helping people to feel like they're part of something bigger and um and i think that that's what's quite exciting with our sort of capture for teams element like let's say you have a workforce of you know um 20,000 people and 10% of them agree to keep their air conditioning above 24 degrees Celsius. Um, sorry, I should get the Fahrenheit <laughs> conversion for you guys. It's basically like not too cold. Um, if 10% of them did that for one year, they could save nearly 500,000 tons of CO2, which is amazing, you know, so by able, by able to, by, by being able to bring people together and to see, you know, what impact they can have together. Um, I think that's also, you know, a, a nice part of what we do. And let's say this gets to a place where, you know, a, a lot of people are using it or everyone's using it, you know, like let's say 10, 20, 20, like you, you hit your vision. What is your vision? Or I guess in, in other words, like if, if you were rowing in a boat, 
like what direction is this company going in and then yeah what's the big vision yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, like we're, we're, we're very ambitious in terms of sort of, you know, user numbers. I mean, our, our vision is to make planet friendly living possible for everyone. I mean, we, we want this to be a tool that is available to literally everybody around the world. We want it to be absolutely massive. So we're, we're very ambitious with, with what we want to do. Um, and I think it's very much around meeting people wherever they are. Um, right now, I think, you know, climate change is something that a lot of people have been talking about in Europe for a while. I know people are talking about it more in the US, but a really exciting region for us is actually Southeast Asia. And that's where, you know, Capture was founded. So if you look at the population of, of a really large country such as Indonesia and what happens when the, you know, when young people in Indonesia just start caring about climate change i mean there are you know really really exciting markets popping up around the world where people are looking for solutions in this area um so yeah i mean we'll 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 have you know as i mentioned our product-led growth strategy whereby we've got our free app that's available to the public and obviously we want as many people to use that as possible um and that links back to like our kind of climate change goals and, and what you know what we're passionate about too but then we've got the the piece for capture for teams and that's where we monetize as a company so of course we want to build a really useful tool that enables organizations to you know build and engage a planet-friendly workforce or a planet-friendly community and um, wherever that is as well yeah that makes, makes total sense and and, and, I, and i love the vision i think there's there's a lot to be done and there's a lot of work to be done right there's like a lot that will be needed um and you know in regards to help right like only people to use the app you 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 might need more employees you, you might want investors but what you'll definitely want, um, 100%, I guarantee it, is help from the forward-thinking founders community. So for my last question, for I'll ask it for both of you. If you, if you, if you have um, you know, different answers, great. But like, what's one way that the forward-thinking founders community can help you out and make your vision come a little quicker? Are you, are you hiring? Are you, are you looking for users, looking for partnerships? How, how can the forward-thinking founder listener base help? Mm -hmm. Thank you so much. Yes. Um, so the first thing from, from my side would be a note that uh, we'll be hiring in uh, Q1 of next year um, and we're looking for a head of product. So um, yes, anyone that's sort of interested in that role, um, please do get in touch. We'd love to start chatting. I know it's a little far away, but um, anyone you know that comes from a really strong product background, um, this is something that we want to focus on um, even more next year. So uh, please do get in touch. You can uh, find our contact details. I'm Josie at the Cap Club, so you guys can get in touch with us there um, and then yeah as easy if you got it perhaps an ask as well uh, yeah that's pretty much it actually on the hiring front I think this is one area where we've been looking for you know uh, on the product side is something we need uh, eventually uh, but yeah nothing specific on a general front like yeah please try out the app uh, you know, we'd love if you're, you know, if you have any feedback in ways we can improve the app, et cetera, et cetera. So yeah, that's pretty much about it. Awesome. Well, for my last question and then we'll call it a wrap is, um, can you just remind me how people can find the app, how people can get in touch? Do you have Twitter? What's your email? What's your URL? Just as one last reminder, how can people get in touch if they're interested? Sure, thank you so much. So for downloading the app, all you need to do in your app store is to search carbon footprint tracker or CO2 calculator and you should find Capture come up there. We're usually in sort of the top three or so. So just to search for carbon footprint tracker in your app stores and then you can find pretty much everything else you need to know in all of our other links at www.thecapture.club um, and you'll be able to find more details of, uh, of us and what we're up to there. 
all right. Well, thank you so much for coming on to the podcast. Thank you so much. Thank you for having us. Yeah, it's been a real pleasure to speak with you, Matt. Thank you very much for your questions.